Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. It's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. This is episode 10, House Arrest. This week on Come Through Queen, we'll uh, cover some casting news from The View. Who is in and who is out? We've got the scoop. Also in other casting news, we're going to head over to Beverly Hills and see which housewives are allegedly coming back and which are getting the boot for next season. Uh, also, we've got news about an upcoming Real Housewives of OC special that will feature both Lydia and Gretchen, and Brendan will tell us what he learned when he was on the ground in Atlanta searching for more Manor and Chateau Chiray. And then we're going to go get into our shows again, and uh, we're going to be covering an episode of The Kardashians, a truly crazy episode of Real Housewives of Dallas, and then the new episode of... New York Housewives, which also was very insane. Yeah, they were both under house arrest this week. Yes. <laughs> uh, and for this week's deep dive, we'll be doing something a little bit different. We're going to t- be talking about who uh, would be on our ideal Housewives All-Stars cast and what the show would look like. Then we'll close out the show, of course, with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So, Brendan, you are just back. We're reunited uh, after your little Atlanta excursion. Yes, so last week was our first time ever sort of recording remotely, and there were some hits and misses. Yeah, (laughs) but I'm glad we still were able to deliver for uh, the fans. Can I tell you, so a little bit of a tangent, but my sister walked in during the ending of uh, recording. Oh yeah, as you may notice, (laughs) Brennan sounds like he's having a stroke. I sounded like that woman who came on on the local news at the Grammys that one time and couldn't form a sentence (laughs) and they had to set, they had like, didn't they say that she ended up having a stroke on air? She had something. It sort of sounded like that. (laughs) And then right after that, my mom's internet cut out. So I was trying to send the clip 
the whole thing to Dan to like splice together and all that. And I had to try to run down to the grocery store Kroger and oh. use their Wi-Fi from outside. You didn't even tell me that. Oh my well, God. I, that's why it took me so long. To yeah. Oh yeah. That's why, that's why I wasn't ready for you guys' uh, morning commute. Yeah. So that was our week last week, but, but I'm glad normal. to be back. Yes. Yeah, that's great. So back to normal. Let's talk about the view. So uh, Variety's reporting that Whoopi Goldberg will be back as moderator of The View for the show's 20th season in the fall. The Oscar-winning actress is on the verge of signing a one-year contract extending her time on the show through next summer. The deal is expected to close by the end of this week, according to two sources of knowledge of the talks. Contrary to uh, online reports, Goldberg will not be taking a pay cut as part of her new contract. She will continue to earn her current annual salary, which is in the five to six million range. Uh, so wait, read the the rest of the table will include yeah. uh, Joy Behar, yeah. Paula Ferris, possibly Sarah Haynes from GMA, and then um, it says that uh, Raven and Candace may return, but they may not. Yeah, and earlier in the week, Variety had reported that uh, Michelle Collins was not being asked back for next season, and they still haven't addressed that, right? Right, they haven't. Public, she hasn't been back to the show since, yeah. and they haven't said anything about it. Mm-hmm. I predicted that this all was going to happen. I mean, we all saw it, saw it coming. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that they were going to get rid of Whoopi. Well, I don't think it was necessarily them wanting to get rid of Whoopi. I wasn't sure Whoopi even wanting to come back, because she's been pretty grumpy for the past few months. Yeah. Um, Sarah, I'm surprised that there was no mention of Sunny Hostin, though, because she's been on the table more than, like regular co-host. I know, but I have a theory that Raven is trying to stake her claim back in that show. Mm. And she'll be the one who stays. And then it'll be like Candace will come in on as a guest every once in a while. Yeah. Even though I really like Sunny Hostin, so I hope she stays. I'm over the moon that Sarah Haynes is back in a like semi-regular position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be back because I really, really like her. Yeah. And Paula's grown on us, so I'm fine with her saying. I'd prefer a different Republican. Mm, Yeah. Jedediah. Jedediah. Who is like Paula sort of sort of aligns herself with the right side of politics, but won't actually yeah. outwards outwardly say it. Well, I think she tries to take the same like Barbara Walters approach of like I'm in the news, so I shouldn't be taking a stand. But then she does end up taking a stand. Yeah, it's like half-assed. That's why ways. I prefer Jed, who just comes on out and yeah. says it. Yeah, yeah, she's a single woman trying to make it in New York. I know, much like <laughs> some of us. <laughs> Uh, so I think that's it for the View news. So, Brendan, what about casting news in Beverly Hills? Okay, well, you have to switch tabs over to a <laughs> website called TamaraTattles.com. And Tamara Tattles reports, quote, here's what I know for sure. Kyle, LVP, Rinna, and Erica Jane have all been asked back. All have accepted their contracts. But Catherine was not given a contract. Eileen is being, bas- be asked, is being asked back to be an FOH with Rinna but balking at her terms. Yolanda is out. And Tamara Tattles is so thrilled with that news and she didn't want to say it lest she put, pull something at the last minute because she's trying to see her Instagram of Munchausen, unquote. So, first of all, <laughs> Tamara Tattles is probably my favorite news source ever. Um, second of all, I don't know how I feel about this news. I know. I I wanted them to give Catherine another shot. Because, I mean, she came on, like, a few episodes into the season to begin with. So she didn't have, like, a full 
season to really get going. Yeah, I mean, she's fine. Yolanda, the only reason I want them to give her another shot is I'm really afraid for her and her finances. Oh, yeah. she. It's kind of like the Kim Richard situation all over again, where, like, she really yeah. needs to do the show. Yeah, because and- David dumped her and is trying to not pay spousal support. Yeah. I mean, she has Gigi and Bella and I guess Anwar now. Yeah, they can support their mommy. Yeah, and maybe Mohammed helps support her. That's what I read mm. on, like, Radar Online. Once. Maybe that's why she jumped back on Hadid last night. Probably. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I'm sure they'll make a more formal announcement a few months down the road. The Eileen thing definitely makes sense because they were paying her a lot of money. Yeah, and she wasn't... She was not get a lot of bang for her buck. She tried, <laughs> she tried to pull that Lisa Vanderpump fight throughout the whole season, yeah. and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Because Vanderpump gave an apology. I mean, it was a half-assed apology at the beginning yeah. of the season, but it was still a Vanderpump apology. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, let it go. Yeah. So, moving on from another uh, house, moving on to another Housewives franchise in California. Uh-huh. Uh, while I was away in a Pocono, I saw a commercial... <laughs> Uh, for a Real Housewives of OC Uncensored Season 8 special. So yeah, Dan was up in the Poconos acting like a crazy person. Oh my god. We were getting the most bizarre texts from him in the world. He was acting reckless and drunk. Oh, right. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> he was out of comfort zone. Uh, yeah, so uh, while I was away, you know, when I would retreat to my hotel room, I would just put on Bravo as a safe space and... Uh, some below deck came on, but I was like barely paying attention. But mm-hmm. what did catch my attention is a commercial for Real Housewives of OC Uncensored came on for season eight, which is like Very many specific. seasons ago. Well, I think what they wanted to do is I think Gretchen and Lydia are both semi sort of fan favorites in some sort of way. And maybe is Alexis Bellino going to be on it? Probably. Uh, yeah. I don't- well, like, so, did they show clips of Gretchen and Lydia speaking? I saw Gretchen, definitely, and I okay. feel like I saw Lydia. Okay. Um, but they did this sort of with uh, season one of Beverly yeah. Hills last year. But that's, like, more widely accepted as, like, an iconic season. I know, but I don't think they could have, like, gone and dug up Quinn Fry from whatever she's <laughs> doing. And uh, what's her even, what's even her name? Kimberly. Remember that girl? Oh, yeah. She, yeah. like, moved to Minnesota yeah, after the first yeah. season of OC. Um, no, but I, I definitely love that season. It was great. One of your favorite lines. Uh, no, I, I, had to, I had to go on Xanax for that, Lydia. <laughs> uh, so, in the parking lot of Cup Fitness. In yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. So you guys definitely need to watch that. That's going to be airing this upcoming Monday, I think, in between... Uh, Dallas and Southern Comfort because they not Southern Comfort. Oh my God. Southern Charm. And you call yourself a scholar. Well, yeah. Also, we'll be talking more about Southern Charm next week, so uh, that, you're gonna want to catch up with that. But uh, we'll have a special guest. Yeah, unless he cancels. <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't want to commit to that yet. Uh, so definitely tune into that. But also, uh, there's some other uh, shows coming on this summer that you're gonna want to tune into. We want to just clue you into what's happening. So besides the OC uh, special. Famously Single uh, is going to be on Tuesday, June 14th on E. And Famously Single is like, it's it's sort of like those celebrity therapy shows. Yeah. But it's all Famously Single celebrities. Yeah. The main reason you need to watch is we have Brandy Glanville and Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. So, and Polly D. Yeah, Polly D and Aubrey like fall in love and are still and they're in still love. love to this yeah. day. Um, unless it's just like for the show. They're my favorite celebrity yeah. couple. Uh, so we got that. We also have... Uh, OC is returning June 20th, 
And then get ready because Big Brother is coming back on June 22nd. I can't wait. Obviously, we're not going to know the details about all, like, the casting or what the premise of the show is until, like, right before the show starts because they don't like to do that ahead of time. We're going to have to learn how to pace ourselves when talking about Big Brother because we're going to be talking about three episodes during one of our episodes. So we're going to have to be very careful with that. It'll be like a Big Brother corner. Like, we're not going to go into, like, the nuts and bolts unless there's something important to go into. Uh, so I think that's it for the shows premiering in June that you need to be on the watch for. So, Brendan, uh, you did some investigative reporting for us while you were down in Atlanta. Well, sort of. Okay, so (laughs) I plan to go to Atlanta with, like, this, like, one of my goals as a new investigative journalist was to find Chateau Charest in Moore Manor. So, last Wednesday... My sister and I had a couple people over to my house, like, before uh, recording come through Queen that day. That's why I missed part of Real Housewives, yada, yada, yada. My sister tells me that their houses are actually five minutes from our house. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know that house in the corner of Riverside Drive, which is a big street in my neighborhood, whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, that house? And she was like, yeah, that's where Kenya lives. Like, we used to call it the ugliest house in Atlanta Mm -hmm. growing up. So, I, f- I sort of forgot about it until, and then I got caught up in wedding stuff at the end of the weekend, but my mom was driving me to the airport on uh-huh. Monday night. She's like, did you want to, like, stop by oh my God, last and, minute. and, like, research? So, I was like, yeah. And so, you drive by this house, and it's it looks very much what, like, you think Kenya's house looks like. Like, the boxy, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, the concrete box. Yeah, it's, like, sort of, like, down a road, but, like, I, I wouldn't have called it a ditch. Mm-hmm. So... We then go around the corner, because I've been like, Sheree's house has to be somewhere, because if yeah. you remember on the show, Kenya walked from her oh, house. Oh, so you did see Kenya's house. It was her I'm house. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, okay. Because it's just one of those houses that could look like anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I know, I have it seared into my brain what Chateau Sheree looks like. Okay. So me and my mom drove up the street, and then we couldn't find it, and then we drove further down another street, couldn't find it. So I'm... Not sure it was the house, but it possibly could have been Kenya's house. Well, this was a great investigative report, <laughs> Brendan. I was hey, expecting a little bit more. I from tried. You. <laughs> you don't think that I would have called you immediately if I had found the house? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, a for effort, I guess. Well, that gives us plenty of time to get into our shows. Yeah. So uh, this week. We we did a binge marathon of all three of our shows since I couldn't watch any of it while I was in a Pocono. Yeah, Dan was too drunk in the Poconos to watch any oh, of the shows. I'm just kidding. Sorry. I'm painting this narrative know, of you. You are making a list and checking it twice. Um, so yeah, let's start with the Kardashians first. Okay, so in my personal opinion, I thought this episode of the Kardashians was boring. Yeah, I mean... Kylie and Kendall can't carry an episode. <laughs> so, and now we said it. Yeah. As, as much as they may try, they don't have the personalities of the older sisters. Yeah, so, like, sort of the A-plot was, like, them, like, being sad about always growing up in a world where there was paparazzi always following them. So, Which is true. I mean, when the show started and they were, like, pre-teens at yeah. the time. So Sissy Chloe decides to help them out. Ugh. And I'm like, <laughs> if it was like Courtney or Kim, maybe I would have been more interested in it, but it's like the two young ones and my least favorite older sister. Yeah. There's something about Chloe that's like, to me, changed. I used to like her. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to really like Chloe, but for some reason nowadays, something rub- rubs me the wrong way about her. She, I, she's like very full of herself, I think. Very. Yeah. Very. So like, basically what they do is... Chloe's like gets this brilliant idea to put them in disguise. 
Yeah. And so they like dress up in like these like crazy yeah. prosthetics. Well, Chloe's was like the most drastic was to make her look like an old woman. Uh-huh. And when they were doing Kendall and Kylie's, I screamed to the TV, I want them to make Kylie look like herself pre-surge. Uh-huh. And like, she sort of did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, didn't Chloe remark that? That was yeah. like the one funny thing Chloe said the yeah, episode. Yeah. I, okay, you know what I thought that she looked like, or what Kylie looked like? You know that girl in uh, L.A., Sarah oh, yes, the, stalker, the stalker, yes. who like follows all the people around, who got into a fight with Demi Lovato yes. via Instagram? Yeah, because Sarah the stalker was stalking Demi's like 13-year-old sister. Yeah, like saying like she's like my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's who Kylie looked like. And I wonder if that was like sort of on purpose, because the theme of it was like p- being followed. By the paparazzi, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was also like a stupidly executed plot, because... Like, cameras were following them. And then yeah. they were like, oh, look, a paparazzi, how'd they figure it out? It's like, you idiots. A camera is following I you. Know. Like, give me a break. You know who Kendall looked like? Oh. You know the episode of Drag Race in season seven where Katya dresses up in her ugliest outfit oh, with yeah, the croquet dress yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, the crazy yeah. hair? That's what Kendall looked like in her drag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> her drag. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it was just like dumb and then they jumped off at the Beverly Hills Hotel and ran inside also the famous place of where uh, Kim Richards was arrested for disorderly conduct. <laughs> yes, that's too bad. I did like when when Kenny said, I've never Snapchatted so much in my life. It's like her trying to be funny. Uh, <laughs> we can get back to the Snapchat part a little further after we sort of explain like what happened with Scott. So like the B, one of the B plot lines with Scott. Oh, yeah. Scott trying to re-enter the family. Or like Chloe trying to get Scott, Chloe meddling again, trying to get Scott to re-enter the family, but he's like not too sure or something. Well, I mean, he's not back with Courtney, so obviously it's like uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but like Chloe was vicious, like yelling at him <laughs> for being, de- like he's depressed. Yeah. And, and she's like, you just need to like get along with the family and be nice and like be your old self like not what you should be saying to someone who is depressed yeah and then we see him talking to Lamar for a little bit and then (laughs) that was uncomfortable (laughs) there was the dinner like there was like the death day dinner that they did with uh and I've heard this story so many times they always talk about Robert Kardashian Sr.'s favorite restaurant Mm. the uh Armenian restaurant where they always order food but I've heard them say it I want them to someone to go back and do a supercut of how many times Chloe or Kim tells that story about that restaurant. I know I'm just surprised that they've never actually shown this supposedly annual event. They've gone to that restaurant before. I know, but th- but have they like had the same like this is it? I think early episodes oh, okay. they went to it one time and there was belly dancers and Rob was like trying to build his confidence up or something like well, that. Well, speaking of early episodes, uh you guys uh, may have missed it because we posted it during the week last week. Uh, I did post the ultimate Keeping Up with the Kardashians guide, so if you are completely new to them and, and want to take it from the beginning, I guide you step by step. From it's literally insane. Like, <laughs> he tells you when to leave. He tells you when to leave Courtney and uh, Kim take New York and watch Kendall's 16th birthday and then go back to Courtney and Kim take New York. It's, he's not well. It took me hours to compile and I felt so disgusting afterwards. And it's actually a really valiant effort and I know it was appreciated in some camps because it was actually requested by some people that we know and 
Dan delivered. Yeah. I mean, I had to, like, look on Amazon Prime to, like, see episode runtimes. I had multiple Wikipedia tabs open. It was an exhausting effort. Oh, my God. A beautiful um, mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, they went... Oh, I guess the, like, the C plot line was, was Chris and Corey, like, out and about. And then Corey called... Chris, his favorite antique. Yeah. <laughs> Which was jarring. <laughs> it was. And then it was about him trying to get her to go roller skating because apparently that's one of his favorite things. Uh, apparently he, he used to do it two days a week as a child. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a lot as a child. I mean, I guess if it's that, if that's like your hobby, I guess maybe that's not But like, I feel like when I was a kid, I would go like bike riding and my sister would like go rollerblading like every day. Oh, I I thought like he would go to the roller rink, oh. yeah, which seems like a lot. But I like I can't believe this whole plot line is still going on. Like Corey and Chris, they're gonna be next. What did you say their spinoff would be called? Chris takes a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's perfect. Yes, and I want like royalties if that comes true. Oh my god. Uh, and I mean like the. I think the funniest part of, like, the ending of Scott's little plotline this, um, week was, like, him watching the Snapchat, like, Kendall's Snapchat story of them all dressed in disguise, and, like, that was his, like, the moment he learned his lesson about, like, how family was important. Yeah, family really needs to stick together. Snapchat (laughs) is really bringing families together. Uh, I think that's it for Kardashian's one. I'm ready to move on to Dallas. A truly... So both <laughs> both Housewives episodes this week, a feature what, the whole plot point was locking the cast members up in a house together <laughs> so that they could tear each other apart. It was great, and you know, we we watched Bethany last week uh, scream at Luann for an hour, but Leanne this week we didn't know what we had in store. <laughs> Leanne truly took it to the next level. So let's start with uh, you know. Where were they going? Okay, so Brandy and Stephanie's families, their husbands, built this lake house together. Though I never saw a lake, but they built this quote-unquote lake house An together Austin in house. Austin. Yeah, and I like. I guess going into it, you never really know how close housewives, two of the housewives are. Yeah, but like these two were like really close. Yeah, like I mean, they own property together. Yeah, they're like. Kim and Kyle before Kyle stole Kim's goddamn house. Yeah. And without the blood relation. Um, um, <laughs> but they make many, like, insinuations of how they, like, want to Brandy, leave their... Brandy and Stephanie, like, leave their husbands and, like, take one of the houses and live together. I know, it's cute. Alex is pointing out that they are actually prob- maybe two of the closest ha- housewives are around. Yeah. Like, yeah. with actual close friendship. Yeah, I'm not sure who would beat them. I mean, Jersey's all family. Yeah, that doesn't really count. They're thick as thieves. Um, so they all, like, pile into a little traveling bus together. <laughs> it was, like, one of the... I feel like they take these kind of buses... Oh, in Atlanta. In Atlanta they a lot. They always do that, they yeah. always do. Whereas, like, in, like, Beverly Hills, they'll take limos. New York, they do the limo to Atlanta New York, City. they take... Yeah. But, like, Atlanta always takes these, like, like luxury buses, but... Or yeah. Without the like pole in the middle. Usually, yeah. like those kind of luxury buses for those kind of trips have like poles in middles yeah. and like. I mean, it's essentially set up like a school bus with separated seats. Yeah. And I guess a nicer exterior. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. 
Um, and so as they're going along, they're drinking a lot. Yeah. And the big plot point is Leanne gets called out for shitting in a bag after Brandy decides she needs to pee on in the, a solo cup. In a solo cup on the bus. Yes. Because, like, Leanne's all disgusted by it, so they, like, throw it back in her face by saying she's shot in a bag. And this was the whole thing that that guy brought, the the gay guy Taylor brought up, like, a couple weeks ago, the day that um, Leanne hit the trolley. Yeah. The, <laughs> the shit in the bag. So, Leanne starts getting, this is where it's interesting, and you pointed this out. Yeah. Where, like, Leanne's deny, 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 deny it. And then in the confessional, she's admitting it. Yeah. So it's like... Like what do you like? What do you think is going to happen? Like you're, you're going to deny it, or but then the episode progresses. Yeah. So and then I guess like they realize she actually did do it. Well, once they get to the house, she starts whispering, yelling at Marie, and <laughs> basically like implies no. This is before like even the nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like they're outside the by the pool and like is whispering, yelling at Marie about how Marie is obviously the one who told everyone that Leanne shit in a bag, and then we go to dinner. Wait, wait. wait. You're jumping ahead. This whole shit in the bag conversation, uh, like, it happens, and then we go to commercial, and it's a commercial for poise bladder support. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we all screamed. I mean, like, that was like a corporate dragging of mm-hmm. Leanne. I couldn't even believe, like, the, the cross-promotional content there. Poor Leanne. She said that she could literally feel her heart leaking into her guts <laughs> because of how Marie had betrayed her. <laughs> and then I said her gut was then leaking into a bag. Oh my god. Um, I want to take a, a moment to talk about how wonderful of a drunk Brandy is. Oh my god. And how I think she is basically like Snooky, but lives in Dallas and has red hair. Yeah. Like, she got so drunk that she couldn't figure out how to open the wine bottle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she got on the table and started doing somersaults on the table where they were all having yeah, they, cocktails. They quickly, like, removed all the, the stuff on the table. And then after that, she, like, was sitting in a chair and fell off of it. Like, fucking queen. Uh, and then had to send herself to bed because she was drunk as a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the big, the big plot point of this episode, I guess, is the Leanne stuff. So. Oh, my God. It was so, like, they don't really, sh- like, they show Brandy going to bed. And then, I, I don't know if they cut the commercial or they come back, but anyway, like, then it's the next morning, and Brandy's, like, waking up hungover, da 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 and they're all, uh, like, the Brandy, Steph, Carrie, and then Carrie's friend Courtney are all meeting, talking about, like, the screaming. Oh, about Courtney? She, no one, no one explained who this person yeah. was. It, like, Courtney is Carrie's friend that really had no, like, she's not an FOH. She doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but she's in the room. So they're all talking about hearing screaming the night before, mm-hmm. and Carrie really earned her digitally rendered star in this episode by filming on her iPhone. Leanne, you can't see her, but you just hear voices. You Leanne, can see it's like the Blair Witch Project. You can see like part of a hallway. <laughs> yes, and then, of course the the iPhone is being held um, vertically, vertically yeah. uh, and you hear Leanne screaming like a lunatic. Bloody murder! It's like take. Take Bethany times ten. But when Leanne screams, it's like a very abusive. It's like, like almost scary. Yeah. It's like it's like the little girl from The Exorcist. Oh, uh, I wouldn't classify it as that. It's also <laughs> like more. It's like very like mannish. It's like I'm gonna kill you. Like 
It was, and then, then that's like the whole conversation point the next morning when Leanne goes and approaches Marie. She had been yelling at Marie for this whole thing. And like Marie's sitting there like frightened. Yeah, looking like, like a sad bird. But, like a shaking deer. Oh. Um, Bambi. And, and like, and well, like Leanne bends over the table and is like, like all aggressive still. <laughs> While she's doing that, she's like, I am being peaceful. <laughs> And then, and what she say? She said something about like killing, like, like oh, <laughs> what you think is killing and what I think is killing is two different things. <laughs> so apparently, she describes that killing is slang to her. Uh, so and, and she says it's like I'm I'm gonna make like I'm gonna make you go by yeah by a threat. <laughs> um, so I think this whole narrative comes up that like sort of, it's Leanne, and then she's got Stephanie and Marie, who she controls. So that's, like, the mer- narrative that I feel like... Oh, not Stephanie and Marie, uh, Tiffany and Marie that yeah, she controls. Yeah. And that's what, like, the narrative that Stephanie's starting to run with. And Stephanie has, like, a little thing where she talks about how Marie's the asshole, and... Yeah. She says something dirty about it. Well, apparently, also, like, she, she, in talking about her friendship with Tiffany, she said, like, Tiffany had to prove herself to me that she wouldn't slit my throat in the middle of the night. Apparently that's like a fear as a carny kid that that any night someone may kill you. Oh my god. So then like, I feel like the episode sort of where we leave off is they have a birthday dinner and it's sort of not clear who it's for. Yeah, it seems like it could be two to three people. I think it was, might have been Leanne, Carrie, and Brandy. Mm, I think Leanne, Carrie, and Oh yeah, Stephanie, because Brandy was sitting over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they all start fighting. Oh, but but then like Brandy just like randomly says, like not unprompted, she just says, "Sharks are probably my biggest fear." <laughs> <laughs> like no one is talking about sharks or what their biggest fears are. She just like breaks the ice with a little fun fact about herself. Um, and if you guys want to, you can tweet us what your biggest fears are. Oh, that's or leave a Facebook comment. Yeah, or leave a Facebook comment. <laughs> I actually like sort of agree with sharks. No, when I was a kid, I was. Deathly afraid of alligators because like I was at my grandmother's house mm-hmm. uh, one day and there was a movie of, and then, like they showed an alligator like biting off someone's arm. So then I would like think an alligator was gonna crawl into my room, my bedroom as I was sleeping. You're supposed to run zigzag if you see an alligator. Oh well, I held an alligator when I was uh, in New Orleans, so I finally like faced my fears head on. Um, uh, so I'm not afraid anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. Oh well, that's. Probably, you're probably not going to conquer that, are you? I know, no. So, anything else in Dallas that we need to talk about? No, it ended with, like, a fight that I feel like well, we can talk more about next week because it's not resolved yet. Oh, between Carrie and Leanne? Carrie and Leanne, Brandy and everyone, Stephanie and everyone. They yeah. all sort of, like, leave the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk about that next week because I don't really... I can really wrap my head around it. Okay. Uh, so, that brings us to... 7.35 p.m. In, in the Berkshires in the of Berkshires. New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Bravo's still prompting us with those time stamps, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, we're still in Scary House, Amityville Horror. Bluestone Manor. Bluestone Manor. <laughs> um, they're, they're all still fighting. It's still uh, Luann versus Bethany, correct, right? Yeah. And, like, while they're... Well, it's Lou, Carol... And uh, Bethany screaming at each other in the kitchen. Dorinda and Jules pull out 
the Twister mat and start playing Twister with each other. Yeah, and it would cut to scenes of them playing Twister, and you could hear them you could yelling hear the in screaming. the background. <laughs> and then it would like it would then cut to Ramona just texting by herself at yeah. a table. <laughs> I love Ramona like not being in the thick of it, just like having a fun time and laughing at everyone. Oh, same. I and they kept like trying to pull her in, but like she didn't care. But she's sort of playing puppet master by the end of the episode, which mm. I also like. Yeah. But we'll um, talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I guess one of the big points is that, like, Bethany's now saying, oh, like, you're the kind of woman that, like, other women don't want around their men because you're going to steal them. Mm-hmm. And, like, Ramona doesn't even care <laughs> that she stole the guy she was dating. Yeah, everyone sort of had to force Ramona to care at this point, which is funny. I would like to point out that you have become an unapologetic... Luann, Stan, yeah. ride or die. Yeah, I was screaming at Bethany <laughs> and Carol for being discussing the monsters the whole episode. Uh, like, yeah. you've gotten out of control. And maybe it's because I'm coming back into it after being in a household that was a very yeah. pro-Bethany, pro-Carol household. Yeah, so but jarring. I came back and it was very jarring. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I she, Lou made so many great references. Uh, like... And the, the following morning when she's like saying, oh, like, are you making eggs all français? Like when she does it, it doesn't bother me. I, I think what it, it is, I think like what it is, is <laughs> now that I've seen it is like, I think a lot of gay men really like Luann because she's like, she gives them everything that they want as far as like, can't be queen, will quote herself, like queen of catchphrases. But like, like when, when like Kyle Richards tries to do something like this, like, it, like, falls flat for me. I know. Because it's, like, a different person. Because she's, cause she's like, because trying. Luann works because it's, like, Luann. It's and natural. Like, it's natural to her. Whereas, like, I think a lot of straight women are the, at least the ones that I watched with, like, Bethany and Carol. Is they, like, because Carol comes across without Bethany as, like, more likable. Yeah. And, like, more of a real Realistic. human being. Yeah, yeah. And then, like... I'm not looking for realism. Yeah, and then Bethany's, like, still all of, like, everyone's favorite from, like, season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I've realized that Bethany's a different person now. <laughs> She's a different Money person. Money changes people. <laughs> uh, so we get we cut to Sonia briefly again. Uh, she's like, this was the best part. Stomping, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's stomping around the house, like complaining that she's all alone and needs to send her daughter a care package because she misses her. But like, she also has three other interns in the house helping her. Wait, we got the- Joliana, jo- Juliana. And, like, two, I can't remember their name. And they're, like, scrounging up items to put in a care package. I liked Sonia's line where she was just so confused. She was like, my daughter says all the other parents send care packages, <laughs> but she has Amazon Prime, so I don't get it. <laughs> so they're, like, grabbing, like, already opened snack bags. Yeah, it's, like, the two interns and, like, the, did you say this? And, like, that weird gay man who's, like, a stylist. Oh, he's not an intern? He's like a stylist oh, he's of paid. some sort. He, I, who knows if he's paid, yeah. but he's there. Maybe not like, monetarily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's paid with exposure. Yeah. Uh, they find like a package of ramen. She says, no, I need to keep this for desperate times. Oh <laughs> and and uh, Juliona really shone God, tonight. You were like standing for Juliana. I was standing Juliana. for Juliana. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> I don't even, like, she was the one who was able to figure out the little I. The iPhone charger accessory yeah. thing was. I was really impressed with her. With her, she's really grown as an intern. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's getting credit. You for should this. write. You should write a letter. I want to write. N- I want to write NYU a letter. It's like <laughs> Juliana is a star. Um, 
So we get back to the house. So screaming is yeah. continuing, and Dorinda says she wants to light her house on fire. <laughs> yeah, and then this is where, like, uh, Luann's line about, like, compiling a list and checking it twice comes in. Oh, and then she also says the bee is, is, is back, all right. God, <laughs> quoting a Bravo commercial yes, from last year. Yes, yes, And she's crying, too. This is the second time she's cried this season. And she's, ne- and she's never really cried before. Yeah, and I love, like, when Ramona will just walk in and say... Good evening, ladies, as if nothing's going on. <laughs> and also, Ramona had a few bottles of Ramona Pinot Grigio set on the table while they had their kosher and non-kosher lasagna. Yeah, I get that promo. And then Santa, Santa walked Claus in. Santa came in! Santa walked in. And for a split second, I literally thought it was Jill Zarin in the same <laughs> costume. Playing. Because it was definitely a woman. Yeah. And, like... We learned it's Dorinda's sister. Yeah. But I, I was like, oh my god, what if it's... It has to be, like, a former housewife. <laughs> it, who's it gonna be? Kelly Clore and Ben Simone. <laughs> Too short to be Kelly Clore and Ben Simone. So I was like, Jill Zarin. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, and then Bethany made a very off-color comment saying, oh, well... In the year of Caitlyn, I guess we could have a female Santa. Like, oh, we god. both... Ro- like... She said, like, something, like, very weird almost every episode so far this season. Her humor is very 2008. Yeah. It, like, fits into, like, the first three seasons of yeah. the show, and it has not evolved since That's then. That's a good observation. Thank you. Um, so Santa gives them all... Oh my god, this might have been my favorite... I think we screamed the loudest during this. Santa gives them all wine glasses or something. Wine glasses that say, like, little yeah. phrases about them. So, uh, like... What, what are the, like, Dorinda's said, like, Madame Martini, which was cute. Uh-huh. Bethany's probably said Skinny Girl or some bullshit. And then Luann says... <laughs> Luann was, like, opening up her packaging, and she said, I wonder what it's gonna oh, say. Oh, yeah, wait to see what mine says. It must say slut. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I think I, like, laughed... And then stopped and thought about it and laughed some more. Oh my god. <laughs> I love how self-aware she is. Um, I think the only the only other thing I really want to mention, like while we're still in that night, is uh, when they're everyone's about to go to bed. Yeah, or they're everyone's all gone to down. bed. It's nine o'clock. Or even it's it might even be the next morning when um, Carol and Bethany are talking talking, mm-hmm. and Bethany quotes. Kim and Kyle oh. Richard. Oh yeah. She was like, "What did I? What did I even say to Luann last night? I called her a slut. I called her a slut pig." <laughs> well, no. She was saying to like, she was saying to Carol, "If you ever said one of those things to me, I would never speak to you again." Yeah. The things I was saying, a slut, a whore, a slut pig. Yeah. Um, the other thing from from the the Bluestone Manor that I did appreciate was like Dorinda really patting herself on the back for not inviting. Uh, Sonia, because if Sonia did go there, Bethany would have decapitated her. Killed her. her. Like, skinned her alive. She would not be alive. Yeah. So it was definitely the right choice. Um, I did like when, in the morning when Jules and Dorinda were in bed, where Jules admitted that she forgot she had kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And then there was another point, and then right after that, you got so mad. Oh. You got, like, livid. You get, like, you take this too seriously. Yeah, yeah, I know, I do. (laughs) It was when Carol and Bethany were, like, packing up, packing up, and, like, they bring their stuff out to the car, and Dan started ranting and raving, oh, my God, they're not going to say goodbye to Dorinda, they're going to leave. They ended up going to say goodbye to Dorinda. I know, but I, because they, like, had second thoughts about it, because they did the flashback to, like, when they fled the house last uh, time. You were, like, like, you were out of control. 
Well, I mean, they already did it once. <laughs> like, I was expecting the same garbage behavior all over again. <laughs> See? Ladies and gentlemen, you're witnessing it. <laughs> uh, and I did like Luann's Oh Dear shirt. Yeah. We all can agree to that. <laughs> then Ramona's having a party. I'm skipping the boring drool scene at her own house. Oh, yeah, no one cares about um, that. Ramona has a party. Tanya's um, back. It's a Christmas party. Yes, Tanya's back. Um, Ramona's sister, for those of you yes. who aren't keeping up. Tanya Harding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Luann walks into the party and hurt one of her jumpsuits Ooh. from her collection. I mean, even if I'm a, a Luann activist, that <laughs> jumpsuit was not her finest moment. She walks up to Luann and is like, what do you think? And Luann goes, I'm not sure. No, Ramona. I mean, Ramona goes, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Ramona was wearing, like, she looked like that X-Man that... Uh, Storm? No, uh, the one Cyclops. that Jan- no, the one that January Jones played that was in like one movie, Emma Frost, I think. It was like an icy queen. Oh, an icy queen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a, this is well. Last week when I made that Brandy reference with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you said I was right. So you need to go back and do check on this too. I'll yeah. go do some research. Report, report back. And then you uh, know who um, Luann looked like though. Who? Okay, you know, in RuPaul's Drag Race season three, when uh, the like cake couture queen queen look, yeah, she looked like Stacey Lane Matthews red velvet cake. <laughs> she definitely creation. was giving us a red velvet inspired look. Uh, Song comes in saying this all looks very butchy <laughs> with her personal trainer. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then Bethany flees right. Yeah. Away. Carol and Tony are wearing the same thing. Um, this is where I thought Ramona was trying to, like, really executive produce. Mm. And, like, trying to keep the season being good. Yeah. At, the, at one point, she was like, everyone just is, wants to dig their heels into, like, their arguments and not really give any leeway. And then she keeps on making Sonia go and talk to Bethany when Sonia yeah. doesn't want to go talk to Bethany. Well, she, she keeps carrying on about it after Bethany's already left, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really, like... She's trying to, like, plant that seed into uh, Sonia's head that she has to resolve this. Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, Luann has a date. She can't babysit Sonia. Yeah, she, she like, sort of apologized to Carol, which was... I feel like that's going to give lee- leeway for the rest of the season for them at least to be able yeah. to be in the same situation. No, that was good. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, Sonia, like, sort of blows up at, on everyone, and she says... This doesn't work, and also the party sucks, so... Yeah. I'm worried that this could be Sonya's last season. I would agree. I Like, if she doesn't play her cards right, she's going to be left with no one. Yeah. And, like, she's getting a little... To be a little too sad for, like, producers to want to keep yeah, her around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because New York is sort of, like, a breath of fresh air among the other franchises. Like, we've seen so much of, like, the weird... I don't know. Just every... Yeah, hard issue like in Beverly Hills that like yeah. people want like fun and flirty in New York. Yeah, and if they could drop Kim Richards, they can drop Sonya as well. Yeah, I mean I'll be sad to see her go, but let's see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, so I guess that's it for New York. Um, so this week for the deep dive, we are going to talk about something that we've talked amongst ourselves about a dream uh, of ours, and uh, people on online like. Definitely talk about this as well. Uh, and that's the idea on of... On the World Wide Web? On the World Wide Web. Where? Like Twitter? Well, you can find it on... If you search on Google.com, I'm sure <laughs> you can find some of the results. <laughs> uh, people want a Real Housewives all-star edition somehow. Yeah, so they want, like, P. 
people from different cities to collaborate on a bigger basis than they have in the past. Across so, like, more than, like, Bethany going on uh, Beverly Hills. Hills for, like, an episode or two. More than Yolanda yeah. and Brandy having a brunch with Carol. Like, a full, like, I would say eight-episode eight episode spin-off special series. Okay. So, uh... There's different possibilities for how this could play out. How would you like to see it play out? Okay, so my first idea that I've had and wanted for years and years and years and years and years. I want I wanted them to have a few women from each franchise or a couple women from each franchise to all go on like a cruise ship. Uh-huh. And they can sort of play it off in the way that they do reality TV like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we all booked a cruise on the same time." That would also force them to all be in like tight quarters together. Yeah, well, I think, like, at this point, they, even on the show, acknowledge that they know each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some like, of, some like I mean, uh, Teresa, like, comments on Bethany, on New Jersey. Yeah. Like, they all... It's like, reunions, they give them more leeway to discuss oh, yeah, each yeah. other. They but do like, more made-up stuff on reunions, definitely. They try to, like, keep it natural during the actual, like, run of the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've... Originally, I like since I'm a big fan of the challenge on MTV. I wanted them to do some, something like that, mm-hmm. and like Andy's one of his first shows was the Battle of the Reality Stars on Bravo, but that kind of flopped. Yeah, because it was like all like a mishmash of people. Um, so I wanted that, but I don't know. I don't know if these women are fit to compete, and I don't know exactly what kind of competition they could handle. Lisa Vanderpump did Dancing with the Stars. I know, but like the, the, <laughs> the challenges that they do on the challenge are like. Heights. Yeah, yeah. But although I would, I would love to see like Ramona freaking out, having to like dangle between two buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be fun to watch. Um, but I like, I don't necessarily see that happening. I definitely agree with you. If not a cruise, like a vacation. Like, like make it because the vacation episodes of any uh, season are always the best. Put so them in a house. Put them in a house. Put them on an island somewhere, or even a cruise ship. Put them in Bluestone Manor. Yeah, I think that would be. Would oh my God, lock, lock the doors <laughs> for a week with Len, <laughs> the housekeeper. Oh man, I thought Len was Santa Claus at first. Too. I forgot to mention that. But uh, yeah, lock them somewhere and let like see how it all plays out. So I mean, I like it, obviously if it's if it's a competition, you would need more. People, so it would probably be like split into groups of seasons or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it's this vacation idea, Brendan, who would you like to see on an All Stars uh, season? Okay, well, you have to. I think that you need all of the like women who are considered the matriarchs of their season. Mm-hmm. Like you need the Ninis, the Lisa V's, the Ramonas, the Trays, the oh, Leanne. Oh. Oh, oh Teresa. Teresa. Yeah. The Leanne Locken. Oh, no, she <laughs> self-identified OG. The Leah Black. Yeah, bring back Leah Black. Um, Karen from Potomac. Yeah. I, I don't know if... I think Karen wanted to be the, the matriarch, but I feel like Giselle also kind of... Oh, Giselle sort of... Well, she was my other one of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Potomac. I sort of, like, went, like, two by two, but, like, I don't know. I'd, like, want Sheree on there. I'd want... I don't know, people who would get along but also turn around and mm-hmm. be mad at each other. Well, let's see. From OC, I would definitely... I mean, Tamara. I would want Tamara even before Vicky, I think. Mm-hmm. Because Tamara, like, will jump into it quicker. 
Vicky's really stubborn and yeah. like almost considers herself. Well, she is the OG OG, but yeah. like I mean, I want her on, like like put both of them on. That's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I mean, besides the two of them, there's not really. Uh, oh, Bador would be good too. Yeah, I mean, even Heather would be good. Heather stuck around for a while. Yeah, yeah. But I think like you need the blondes. Um, from New Jersey. Uh, I mean, Teresa's like the obvious choice, but I feel like prison might have changed her, and like she can't hang as as much, and like she might not legally be allowed to go to where for oh the vacation. Uh, Jacqueline Lorita. Jacqueline Lorita would be good. She's a shit sir. Um, and not, I wouldn't want to put Melissa there. I almost put. I almost said, even though I haven't met her yet, but I'm already obsessed with her. Dolores. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm really gonna be into her. Okay. Yeah. Um, from New York, I mean, obviously, Everyone. Lou, I don't Well, another idea that I had was just doing, like, this special New York vacation where people from different shows pop in, like, a, a New York vacation special, uh-huh. where, like, ones from other, uh, cities pop in every once in a while. I don't know, like, what the exact format, it could yeah. be a little more casual, okay. but because I like most of the New York women. And yeah. like it's hard to pick one. To, yeah, to see them interacting with everyone would be fun and flirty. Yeah, I, the only crossover in New York they really had was when uh, when Brandy and Yolanda came on for like a split second. That yeah, was, that's not enough. I want like a full. Thing. And they talked about the Bethany yeah. crossing over. Yeah, but we're getting a little off track. Um, Dallas, Leanne, and Brandy would definitely be the two. I want Leanne, Brandy, and Stephanie. I feel yeah, like Brandy like needs Steph to thrive. Yeah, in an all-star setting, I think. Mm-hmm. Like she would, I feel like she would be a little shy without her. And that would be so interesting to see how the more established wives from other franchises, mm, except act, the new, except the new, the new ones. Yeah. Um, or Miss Miami. We already talked about Leah Black would be the obvious. Leah one. Black, and then Adriana, Adriana, and then if you're if you're having Brandy. You, you have Hoana. Hoana. Yeah. yeah that would be a good good uh, mix. Uh, Did we say Atlanta? I would show yeah. for Nini and Sheree. Nini, Sheree, and bring back Ken. <laughs> Not Fields, Zolciak, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, the fact that Bravo toyed with the Nini and Kim, like, road trip, road trip means they're spinoff, I feel like this can't be that far off. Yeah. But I wonder if they think, like, filming this breaks the the uh, fourth wall too much. May- I mean, maybe, but, like, it's time. Another good thing would be, like, uh, like if it's eight episodes, in the seventh episode, have uh, Jill Zarin and Danielle Staub do a drive-by. Yes! Oh, my Together. God. And say manicure, pedicure, or how nice. <laughs> like, as they're doing manicure. Nice. <laughs> Thought you'd be happy to see me. Uh, that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's a, that's a good jump-off point. I mean, we can only we dream. want to, but like we, this is something where we really want your feedback. We want yeah. to hear from you. Yeah, who's your all-star cast? And what ideas do you have for, like, little spins you can Yeah, show I mean, obviously you. the vacation and the competition thing are the obvious choices, but... Yeah, but do you want to send them to the moon? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it'd be a space trip. Um, so yeah, leave it uh, Facebook comment or Twitter comment and let us know what your all-star dream is. 
Um, so let's close it out with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So this week, I'm going to nominate Brendan as the Freak of the Week for his <laughs> relentless trolling of the best part of the view is Joy Behar Facebook group. So for those of you, I'll just back it up for a second. For those of you who we haven't really told or who don't really know, we've mentioned on the show. Yeah, we mentioned it before, but if you missed that episode. Our favorite Facebook group, and it's the most active Facebook group I've ever been in. Yeah. It's Joy Behar. It's called Joy Behar is the best part of the view. So sometimes I'll like dare, um, Dan's boyfriend, Alex, to, like, <laughs> post, like, for example, Christina Aguilera recently dyed her hair red, and I said, will you post that on the Joy group and say that, like, Christina copied Joy's haircut? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll do some things like that. And, and, then, then, and then, well, then, in the comment section, Brennan proceeded to post a picture of... Uh, Joy Behar and Lady Gaga and said, Joy and Christina look beautiful together here. <laughs> and the middle-aged to elderly women all called Brendan out. No, but they're more like, they call me out very nicely. They're like, I think that's Lady Gaga and like all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so my favorite one was the one I did today. Oh. Did you not see the one I did today? No, I don't I think so. I told you about it. What was it? I posted a photo of um, Joy Behar and Jill Zarin. Oh yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> I said, is this Joy's daughter? Question, question mark. <laughs> they look so much alike and beautiful. <laughs> I got clocked real quick by the middle-aged women. Well, what did one of them say? All of them were like, that's Jill Zarin from Housewives with a lot of plastic surgery. And like all this like really mean stuff about Jill Zarin. Didn't one of them say like she's from the real Horsewives? Well, I think that was just a typo. <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> ma- that's one of my favorite parts of the group is there's many typos. Well, they're all typing on their iPads. Um, I liked my favorite trolling that you did was when you posted a Photoshop photo <laughs> of Joy and her husband Steve. And like you photoshopped another picture of Joy Behar into the photo and said... I didn't know Joy had a twin sister. <laughs> and they're carried on for like 50 comments debating whether or not Joy had a twin sister. I swear the one that I posted just like a few minutes ago already has like like a 60 comments. It's disgusting. Yeah, every time I try to turn off my notifications for this group, like I still get notified. And it's usually my only notifications on Facebook. Literally, I posted it three hours ago. I have 92, com- 92 likes and countless comments they keep on coming in that is Jill Zarin they're yada, rolling yada, yada, in yada, yada. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Facebook uh, <laughs> the one true queen this week which I mean she's won it before but she deserves it again uh, is Ramona. I mean, maybe she was the freak. I don't even remember. It's, it's a very thin line between <laughs> the, the, the freak of the week and the one true queen. But Ramona recently posted on a new feature called Facebook Live. A new feature's been around for like a like a month or two. Oh, I mean, that's all new. In the, oh, yeah, for like you old. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I, it's kind of like the periscope of Facebook. So she took, she took to the screen to post like her stylist plugging in her hair extensions live. It was great. I mean, like, Ramona's been doing some truly great stuff on social media. Well, yeah, I, I did end up following her on Snapchat uh, after she started, uh, like, fighting with Luann about getting disinvited to Luann's birthday party. <laughs> and, like, typically when I follow one of these celebrities on, on Snapchat, I, like, unfollow very quickly. I have not grown tired of uh, Ramona on Snapchat. So definitely... Hop on that train if you have. Follow her on all platforms. It's really quite worth it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it for this week. 
Right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, as every week, you can find us on comethroughqueen.com, where you can find that Kardashian's mega... Uh, guide that we mentioned before. Really, guys, check it out. It's very, very worth it. And then after you do that, subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. And please write us a review. We really, really, really live for the applause. <laughs> <laughs> I, apparently, it's it's hard to do it on your iPhone, so I guess you have to log into a uh, laptop or desktop <laughs> computer in order to do it. Log on to laptop. Uh, <laughs> we did plenty of uh, Facebook promo uh, on today's episode, but as usual, you can find us there. And please, we really, really, really want to hear from. <laughs> no, sorry, no. You're so, you're so desperate, Brendan. <laughs> I want to hear people's. I want. I'm interested in seeing what who people's all stars are. Yeah. So comment on there, um, and if you want to send us something a little bit more private, you could send it to the Come Through Queen uh, Gmail account. At uh, come through queen at gmail exactly. dot com. Uh, so Brendan, where can we find you online <laughs> besides trolling the Joy Behar? Facebook so find group? me primarily on um, the Facebook group. Joy Behar is the best part of the view. I think it has like four exclamation points. And then secondly, um, you can find me on Twitter at not Brendan. Where can we find you online, Dan? Uh, as usual, you can find me at idk idk, uh, and that's it. So like, comment, subscribe. Heart, share, love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.